You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Erica. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. Today, we're going to be talking all about our adopted hometown of Gilbert, Arizona. We'll share what we love, our recommendations for where to eat and what to do, and the unique aspects of living here. But first, we want to share that our spring book club pick is Ask Again, Yes, a novel by Mary Beth Keene. It's described as a profoundly moving novel about two neighboring families in a suburban town, the friendship between their children, a tragedy that reverberates over four decades, and the daily intimacies of marriage and the power of forgiveness. That episode will air May 6th, so grab a copy and join us. Okay, so let's get into our topic today, which we are calling Gilbert Love, because we have a lot of love for this desert town we call home. Yes. Uh, we also get a handful of messages every year from people who are coming to visit asking for our recommendations. So we thought we could just put together a whole episode and that this would be a great way to capture all those ideas in one yeah, spot. Love it. So first, since neither of us are from here, can you give a quick recap of how you found yourself living in Gilbert, Arizona? Yeah. So we came to visit some of our very best friends from college in February-ish of 2009. Okay. Um, they were living in Queen Creek, which is like one little town over from Gilbert. Um, and we were at spring training games when the weather was perfect and mm -hmm. it was the worst back in Wisconsin. And so <laughs> we, through a series of events, decided to move here uh, July of that same year. So 2009. And the funny part about how we ended up in Gilbert was, well, they were close to Gilbert. So we ended up getting familiar with Gilbert. Mm -hmm. And when we were looking for houses, we lived with them for four years. And when we were looking for houses, or not four years. I was like, really? Whoa. That is a long time. That is a real good friend that lets <laughs> you live there for four years. Four months. Four months. Um, and while we were looking for houses, Jeremiah was obsessed with like, being in between these certain highways <laughs> to like triangulate like the, the 60 perfect to location. the 202 right. to the yeah so because because he wasn't quite sure where he'd be working gotcha. yet he was working from home at the time and he's like well if i ever end up uh -huh. working more internally into phoenix right. i need to be able to hop smart. on the highway super smart it was super annoying because he was <laughs> he wouldn't even we would be in a house looking at a house uh -huh. and he was only looking at his phone and where it was on the map <laughs> so we called it the jeremiah loop like uh -huh. it had to be i mean our realtor gave him a hard time everything but turned up turns out that yeah. it landed us in gilbert it landed us right next to you there you go the universe and the Jeremiah loop That's right. is responsible for this podcast, really. Wow. All right. Um, and so, yeah, uh, I think that when we first, we first were here, it was more farmland mm -hmm. and like half finished subdivisions mm -hmm. because really like this is a place where the housing crisis hit That's right. big time. And so when we moved here, there was like subdivisions where literally half the houses were finished and then uh -huh. there was like just framed out abandoned other houses because builders ran out of money and, and people really ran out of money tumbleweeds rolling legit down the tumbleweeds um there was like particularly by us longtime listeners will remember there was a subdivision that was real high end uh -huh. that didn't even get finished till maybe right. a couple years ago and it yeah. had like this sagging palm tree it was so sad because it just it's crazy <laughs> like some things were put in and then they couldn't finish yep. and so that was where it was at when we first moved here but we got a screaming deal on a house there you go there's a lot of foreclosures. Yeah. So that was kind of how we ended up here. All right. Well, um, I ended up in Gilbert, Arizona because I had started dating Chris in graduate school. We were both in Connecticut for graduate mm -hmm. school. Chris had actually done his PhD out here at 
ASU at the campus that is near Gilbert, but technically in Mesa. Okay. And so he was doing a, a postdoc. Um, so we met, we were dating, and he interviewed for and got a job out here at ASU mm-hmm. as a professor. Mm-hmm. So then I was finishing up my year in graduate school. He was out here working. And when I graduated, I moved out here to be with him. Yeah. And the rest is history. Yeah. Um, but I will say I just never ever imagined that I would live in Arizona? Me either. <laughs> Never. Mm-hmm. And coming from a more mild climate, um, Austin, I always wanted to live where there were more seasons. And yeah. so, I mean, I just think Arizona would be, would have been like last on oh, my totally. list. And I so, hate the heat. So right. it would have been last on mine too. Exactly. But so it still just like surprises me that I live in Arizona, that my kids are from mm-hmm. Arizona, um, but also that I love it as much as I do. I know it's weird. <laughs> and for those that don't know, geographically, like Phoenix is a huge valley. Yes. So like the whole Phoenix area. So we are Southeast suburb That's right. of Phoenix, but Tempe is in there where ASU's main campus Scottsdale, Scottsdale, like it's all within like 30 minutes. Exactly. So So, just to give you an idea. Yeah. So often, like if I'm meeting people that aren't familiar with the area, I'll often just say I'm from the Phoenix area. Yeah. Because to say Gilbert, Arizona is like, well, then I have to explain. It's really all in the Phoenix area. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now that you've lived here for over 10 years, what do you love generally about calling Gilbert home? Okay. I mean, I love that I live in a vacation destination. Mm. Nobody was messaging me when I lived in Racine, Wisconsin, asking what to do and they came on vacation. Right. No no shade, no hate. Right. But that's the truth. So I love that I live in a vacation destination. I love that I have palm trees in my backyard. Like mm-hmm. that never gets old to me. Um, yes, we put up with the heat, but there are amazing things about the weather here too. Mm-hmm. So I love that. I love that people want to come visit here, mm-hmm. like even family and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gilbert itself is like I see, I think number four or five all the time on lists of like top safest communities, yep. like crime wise. So yeah. it really is like super safe and family friendly. Um, I love the parks and the bike trail system. Mm-hmm. I love that our streets are all on a grid. So yes. it's very easy to find everything. Yes. Um, I love how the town is growing so much. Mm-hmm. It feels like this lucky accident yeah. that we ended up here because like I said, there was like half finished subdivisions when yep. we moved here And we just kind of took advantage of that to like, okay, let's see, let's try something new Mm -hmm. and get this great deal on a house. And it ended up being really great because now the town is growing so much. The downtown area is so Mm -hmm. cool and has so much charm now. So I love... It's become kind of an it destination of the Phoenix Valley. And it's been so fun to, yeah, like be here and get to watch it and get excited. Like what's coming next? Right. So that's been kind of cool to be on on the beginning end of that. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, just the people here. I mean, you all kinds of people who have just become like Mm -hmm. family and Mm -hmm. we've just found some really amazing people in Gilbert and some great couple friends and all of that. So yeah, just super grateful. Yeah. So something for me that has not gotten old yet is seeing mountains as I'm driving around. Mm -hmm. And I mean, these are not the Colorado Rockies. These are not like giant mountains, but just seeing like formations and the fact that it's so flat. So you just have that visibility across, you know, the valley. every direction. Like it truly is a valley. Yes. There's truly mountains, whichever way you look. Yes. So I just love that. There's some Mm -hmm. in particular that are kind of out east a little bit past us that just, I can even glimpse as I'm driving through our neighborhood Mm -hmm. and just having never seen anything like that growing up. It just still, I just love that. Same. Um, Similar to what you said, Gilbert is such a family friendly town it feels very safe and is very safe. Mm -hmm. So those things are very nice about it. We've also just found such an amazing community of friends. Mm -hmm. 
you know, I mean, just we feel very rooted in here because of the people. Yeah. And another thing I love about that is I feel like all of my friends also live really close by Mm -hmm. where I feel like in Austin, where I'm from, people can kind of be just flung to all the, like all the different parts of the city. Mm -hmm. And here, I don't know. I just feel like everyone lives close and and maybe that's just kind of happened because of where I made friends, like through a book club that was, you know, based in Gilbert and Mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It just feels like no one ever lives that far away. Well, I feel like like it's easy to get around even when they live in Phoenix or Tempe. Like, yeah, you might deal with a little more traffic, but everything is such so on a grid and we don't have weather to contend with where like driving 30 minutes is going to be a big deal. So even when they're a little further, it feels... It feels like one big area. Yeah. Yeah. But then I still feel like the most of the people that I want to see are all right here in Gilbert five to 10 minutes away. So I love that. Um, I just feel like there's this overall just convenience and pleasant experience of being out and about. And I think it's because, I mean, this is still a very new area. So all of our streets are new and wide. And like you said, set out on a grid. Mm -hmm. So that's just kind of fun because you're like, like, well, do I want to take Greenfield South today or do I want to take Lindsay or like five other different Mm -hmm. options? Um, And so it's kind of funny, like when I go home to Austin and there's like only one or two ways to get places. I'm like, I don't, I don't like my limited options here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's also essentially no traffic. Yeah. In Gilbert. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's just, I mean, that's another thing. Just when I go home to Austin, you do not go out around rush hour traffic. There's going to be traffic no matter what you do. It's just maddening. And here, and I think part of it is because of our good road systems and because of the grid, like you Mm -hmm. can get places so many different Mm -hmm. ways. No one route is ever too crowded. Right. So that's really nice. Um, And just with everything being new too, it just feels like the stores and shopping experiences are so pleasant. (laughs) So pleasant. We tease my mom because when they come out here, she's like, everything's so high end. (laughs) And I'm like, mom, that's Hobby Lobby. Right. It's it's just that it's not like in a, you know, 30, 40, 50 year old building. It's like a brand new shopping strip. You know what I mean? So it's kind of funny. Yes, it does feel that way. (laughs) Um, And there is just like a little bit of this like utopian suburban life feel mm-hmm. that I honestly really Admittedly appreciate. So. Yep. I yep. really appreciate because I didn't grow up in a like suburb, like where I grew up, it was almost like, I don't know if you could quite say semi-rural, but uh, the last house on a dead end street mm-hmm. off of a busy road. So I couldn't like bike around to different friends' yeah. houses. Yeah. There like the grocery store was not far, but it was, you know, probably a seven to 10 minute drive. Just the fact that I am like in my little neighborhood. And if we need some children's Advil at 9 PM, Mm -hmm. I can be at Walgreens in two minutes. Like I just really appreciate that. There's something to be said for the convenience of the suburbs. Yeah. Yes. So I appreciate that. Um, And while the extreme climate can be a drag, it's also kind of interesting sometimes, yeah. like just to be in that mm-hmm. extreme. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, our winters are glorious. Right. So right. love that. 
Okay. Now let's get into our recommendations. Um, let's share some of our favorite Gilbert restaurants and things to do. We'll just go back and forth and let's start with restaurants. Okay. So number one, a must every time somebody is in town for me for any breakfast or lunch time endeavor, or even like an afternoon coffee is the coffee shop. Yes. It's just called the coffee shop. It Mm -hmm. is just lovely. Yes, it is. I feel like it's one of those places where every time I take somebody there, I feel like I'm quintessentially showing them Gilbert. Yeah. Like the great weather. They have a great patio. It's like cozy, but also kind of hip and trendy, but Mm -hmm. not too much. Mm -hmm. And really good coffee, really good food. They'll have like fish taco Fridays, which are freaking amazing. I finally just had them the other day. Um, But it's just, I will have, you know, family members that come to visit like be like, we're going to the coffee shop, right? Totally. So it's just one of those My places. Family too. It's a great little spot, um, you know, to be that's not Starbucks. Yes. So totally. Highly recommend. And I will say that is probably also my number one Gilbert spot. Yeah. And kind of the story behind it, Chris and I, the first year we were here, rented a house just about a mile down the road from there. Oh, nice. And it's like we were, you know, me coming from Austin and then we were coming from a place that had just like a great restaurant scene. Mm -hmm. And when we first got here, there wasn't as much local restaurants and things like that. And so we were just like looking for somewhere unique. Mm -hmm. And so the coffee shop just like became this anchor for Mm -hmm. us. I mean, I think we were there every weekend, at least once, if not Saturday and Sunday Mm -hmm. mornings, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I just feel like that has been like a mainstay for us. And in fact, I'm pretty sure when we were buying a house, we told our realtor we needed to be within a five mile radius of the coffee shop. That's awesome. This is what we know. This is our spot. This is the thing that we love. So fun fact about the coffee shop, Mm. the owner of the coffee shop, one cupcake cores oh, one time. Oh, that's that true. Yes, the they Chant did. Food Network. Yes, and their they cupcakes did. are phenomenal. Their cupcakes are amazing. So. I would also recommend there what I always tell people to get for breakfast, get the San Diego. Yes, it yum. is my favorite. And then the blueberry white chocolate muffin, which is the only time when I like white chocolate. That is saying something. I know. So get yourself one of those. I didn't know that was a thing there. Yep. That's my order next time. It's a standard. Okay. Um, let's see the next place that I want to mention. And so what's interesting, the coffee shop sits on this big property and there are actually several restaurants. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a development and they've developed these restaurants and businesses out of these old farm buildings used to all be got some good character used to all be farmland. Mm -hmm. And so that gives it a lot of good character and just kind of history with Gilbert's agricultural past. So right next door to the coffee shop is a place called Joe's farm grill. Mm-hmm. And it is just, it is a great place for breakfast. Mm-hmm. I think I might love it for breakfast. I think so too. Now that I went meal. with you there, cause mm-hmm. I just think of it as a lunch spot. Cause yeah. I go to the coffee shop right. for breakfast all right. the time, but it's good. Yeah. They have, it's like, I can't remember what they call it. Something like, oh, I think they call it like common food done uncommonly well. Yeah. And you will just find on the breakfast menu, like pancakes and French toast and eggs and things like that. But it is all elevated a little bit. Yeah. And the same for lunch, like burgers and salads and pizzas and things, but just really fresh ingredients, super tasty with like an interesting relish on the side or things like that. Um, There's indoor seating, but then there's tons of picnic tables outside. I love Mm -hmm. it because kids can kind of run around. Mm -hmm. So it's a great place where before we were really ready to venture to restaurants, I felt okay taking the kids there where they can kind of be messy and have some energy and stuff like that. So that's another place that I love. Okay. My all-time favorite restaurant in life 
I'm Ooh. going out of order a little okay. bit. But right. legit, my favorite restaurant probably ever. Okay. If I just don't know where else to go is Culinary Dropout. Ooh. And I feel like that's kind of the same concept, like mm-hmm. ordinary kind of bar food, pub food, but like taken to the next mm-hmm. level creatively and yeah. ingredients wise and options wise. Um, and this one, I it was not in Gilbert till that's recently right. this right. past year. And now it's downtown. It was very exciting when they opened yeah. here. I mean, most of these places are downtown. The Joe's Farm Grill and Coffee Shop are not, but a lot yeah. of the places we're going to mention are downtown. If you're in doubt, just head to downtown yeah, Gilbert. You'll, you'll find, find some cool stuff. But Culinary Dropout is so delicious. I particularly love their turkey pastrami sandwich. Mm. And they make really amazing um, craft cocktails. Oh, okay. Which I feel yeah. like I'm not... I like to just get like my Tito's and soda. Yeah, or like I, standard. I will... Yeah, because I feel like often like the menu cocktails are very overly sweet mm-hmm. and using mixes and yeah. like concentrates Agreed. and whatever. They do these right though. Mm-hmm. They're worth the twelve dollars yeah. for like one of these. Yeah. So I would recommend that. There they is, have a cool indoor outdoor one, concept too. There is a cocktail there. I will look on their menu and list it in the show notes, which by the way, we'll put all of these yes. in the show notes. So yes. if you are coming to Gilbert or know someone we that can is, point you in that direction to mm-hmm. our show notes. Yeah. There is a cocktail there that Chris loves and it is something like, it's like a, it's like a Japanese beer, but then there's also a shot of sake with mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. It, it is like a, some kind of like sake cocktail and that's what he always gets any loves it. Yeah. It's very unique. There's really good cocktails. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Chris and I were kind of late to the culinary dropout party, but we are now also devoted fans. Mm-hmm. Um, I would highly recommend the Korean um, barbecue Brussels sprouts. Mm-hmm. I think that's usually on the fall menu. Okay. Oh my gosh. They are so good. And then they have a Rocky road dessert that is just, yum. Uh, and you know how some restaurant, I mean, often restaurant desserts are not worth getting. Totally. This one is, and also it is actually a shareable size yeah for their two, desserts for two are people legit who there. actually enjoy dessert you right. know what i mean right <laughs> the next place i want to mention so this is going to be back in kind of the the farm area yes this is kind of going to be back in like that farm development area is a place called barn one and it's probably three years old now so it's kind of newer and it's in this older farm building and it is just kind of an interesting place there's It's kind of this concept where there's lots of restaurants and a couple of businesses kind of all in one. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of an interesting place. There is a pizza place that Chris and I really like, Fire and Brimstone. We really like the wine bar there, um, the winery Garage East. And there's also um, a brewery and there is um, a vegan restaurant too. Yeah. Now, I will say that we were talking about this. <laughs> I just it is no. I'm it is a kidding. little bit confusing because yeah. there's a pizza restaurant right across from a brewery. The pizza restaurant does not serve alcohol, right. but you could it's like the alcohol laws are yeah. weird. They haven't figured it mm-hmm. out unfortunately. I think they thought it was going to be a little smoother. So it's like if you want to bring alcohol to eat with your pizza, you would have to like get a growler or a can mm-hmm. or a bottle of wine. Or you can go sit at the bar or sit at the winery and have food delivered to you. Yeah. So, but they're technically separate restaurants. Right. So that's what we will usually do. Like mm-hmm. go sit at the winery and that then have sense. food sent over to us. But I feel like if you're new to it or just walking in, you're like, wait, 
I yeah. want to sit here, yeah. but I want to have, and I feel like it's confusing if people in your party, which is usually typical, want to have both beer and wine. Right, right. So I feel like they haven't gotten all the kinks worked out, but it is worth even just like walking through because yes. it's just like an it's interesting concept. It's a cool concept. concept. There's like a, a like very artisan couple of like a flower place and mm-hmm. a, um, like a stationary paper yeah. place. And it's all in this huge like farm storage building, yeah. like a, it looks like a silo, but laying down. That's right. What it's are like those called? Like circle. the half circle. I have no idea. So it's cool. It's a cool atmosphere yeah. in there and I want to love it. They just right. need to figure out how to get Agree. me beer with my pizza. Agree. Agree. <laughs> Okay, so this one is one of the first new restaurants downtown. There was a couple like standards, but this is a new one. Um, it's another one that they brought from another area of Phoenix. What I love about all the stuff downtown is it's it may be a local chain mm-hmm. or a local, um, you know, maybe there's a couple around the valley, but it's not like a chain chain yeah. restaurant for so the like most Arizona part. Arizona based. Yeah. So this is Postino's. Yeah. Um, and it is like a wine bar. Mm-hmm. And they have beer and they, what is amazing there is their bruschetta. Yes. They have the best bruschetta, all different types. You can like custom make your board Mm -hmm. like you would with like sushi or something. Mm -hmm. And it's just a great spot. Um, It's like romantic in there a little bit or a great girls night spot. It's kind of cozy. They have a great patio area. Mm -hmm. So it's just a great happy hour spot. A great, we had like a, I think we had a, did we have a baby shower for you there? No, Melissa, our other neighbor. Mm -hmm. But it's just a cute, they do brunch. It's it's so just cute. a cute spot. Yeah. I, lo- I love that for a date night spot. Chris and I were actually just there for like an afternoon happy hour date mm-hmm. just the other day. And I feel like it's one of those places that every time we're go- we go, we're like, this place is so great. It really is. <laughs> yep. So good. Okay. Sticking downtown. Another favorite is Liberty Market. Yeah. And this has been, this has like been downtown for a while. Original. Still, still mm-hmm. relatively new. Um, I think it opened maybe 2008 or something. And what's cool about Liberty Market is there actually was a little grocery store called Liberty Market. And yeah. So they maintained the name. And, and it's a cool old building. Yeah, like cool you. old like brick building. Mm-hmm. They've done a really good job like kind of saving that history. Um, but it's another one of these places that just does a great breakfast, um, kind of all the standard stuff you want to see, but just done really well. Mm-hmm. Um, there in particular, I love the veggie scramble for breakfast. Yeah. I have been obsessed lately with the Cobb salad for lunch. Um, they do good pizza they're and biscuits. And, oh, their biscuits Sorry, are really good. Did I step good. on your line? No, their biscuits. I just had so to good. say it. I got excited about it. <laughs> so good. They have a great coffee bar. Um, oh, and then for dessert, get a Salt River Bar. Oh my gosh! And share so, it. And share it's it. Huge. It's so good. Yum. Yeah. Yum. It's another one. I'm of, real hungry. It's now. another one of those places that. It'll be like, oh, no, we've been there so many times. Yeah. But every time we yep. go, it's yep. so nice. Like, I actually love to go there for, like, my birthday dinner. Yeah. It's, like, so cozy. It's great. We're downtown. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, I love it. Okay. Um, let's see. I want to tell you where to get good pizza. Oh, okay. These are the tell three us. places. Okay. Because I came from 45 minutes north of Chicago. Yeah. We had amazing pizza, and I moved here, and I was sorely disappointed. Mm, okay. Between Wisconsin cheese and Chicago right there, we had right. good pizza galore, yeah. even in Racine. And so I these are three great places to get pizza okay. in Arizona. Okay. Number one, Oregano's, which is a local chain, mm. has amazing pizza. It's very, very thin crust, it's or the they thin. do a deep dish. But it, which deep I, dish. I do not care for you the You don't thin. enjoy. So if you like a super, super thin, thin this crust. Is, this is your spot. Um, it also just has really good flavor, like good kind of spicy sauce mm-hmm. and just good ingredients. Mm-hmm. Their food in general is amazing. We usually get actually like their meatball sub. Oh, okay. So good. Their Caesar salad's amazing. 
that's like our favorite family spot okay. i feel like mm-hmm. it's kind of a fun 50s italian vibe yeah. in there like mama's kitchen kind of a thing and they like give the kids dough yeah like pizza dough stuff. to play yeah. with and stuff so that's a that's a fun family friendly spot but that also has really good food and is not annoying mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah um and you can find those all over the valley yeah. but we have one downtown gilbert and another one in gilbert like yeah just right up the road part. yeah um Another spot is Salerno's. Yeah. And that is... It's a little neighborhood spot. Oh, neighborhood spot. And we away. found it and we're like, thank you. Oh. Thank you. It's thank a little you. gift. They are actually from Northern Illinois. Mm-hmm. It's a family run place, kind of a little hole in the wall mm-hmm. next to a dry cleaner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it is delicious It pizza. is really good. And they do DoorDash too, I think. So you can get it delivered. But so, so good. Buddy's Pizza Whoa. is also amazing. Don't know about this one. B-U-D-D-Y-Z. Z. You know I've, it's good. I think good. I've seen that name. There's one in Queen Creek. That's when we first had it with okay. our friends. And then there is one in Gilbert as well. Or maybe it's technically Mesa over okay. there. But Ooh, Buddy's Pizza, it. also delicious. What's the crust situation? That's more of like a, it's a true thin crust. Okay. Um, but like a good texture, not gotcha. like super, super thin. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, really good. Ooh, man. Good mm-hmm. pizza. Um, let's see. I also want to mention another spot downtown that one of the newest places on the scene called Topo, mm-hmm. which is this little, this little place you can like only, shack. yeah, you can only sit outside or like take away. It has a large gopher yeah. on top with glowing eyes. So mm-hmm. you're not going to miss it. Yeah. Um, I was very skeptical at first. We were not happy when that gopher made his first <laughs> I was appearance. not happy. Well, here's the thing, too. There was so much hype. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We place. talked about this, I think, on the podcast. They teased, they just teased the development of this mm-hmm. restaurant for, I mean, a year or more. It was a little excessive. It was a little over the yeah. top. So, anyway, I was feeling a little salty because of that. <laughs> but, <laughs> and then I wasn't sure how I felt about the gopher. Now I'm like, okay, it's like kind of kitschy and, it, you know, it's like yeah. a downtown like landmark and stuff. So, they do burritos elote and then soft serve so they have a real limited menu Mm -hmm. but it is really good all of it's real good their burritos are huge i can still eat a whole one by myself and they (laughs) don't 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 misunderstand me me. don't ask me to split (laughs) i will be eating this just come hungry that's all i'm (laughs) saying (laughs) exactly um the burrito it has like this delicious sauce in it i just get the like beans and rice and has fritos inside i love that because i don't like a too mushy burrito genius this is my problem with burritos that's right like chipotle that burrito is too mushy just for my like mouth. a log of mush yeah this i don't like that i need some crunch, crunch with it genius like and then yeah you can there's like a uh, just you know two or three flavors of the soft serve and you can do a dip like a yeah. chocolate dip anyway like a crunchy so, shell i love it good good little mm-hmm. spot um let's see okay Another spot downtown that we love is Oso Brewery. Ooh, it's capital yeah. O-H-S-O. I don't know what that stands for. Outrageous. Oh. Home Brewers Social Outpost. Okay. I know. I think I just drove by and they had it posted and yeah. I like committed it to memory. It's an amazing <laughs> brewery, a really cool indoor-outdoor vibe. Very dog-friendly. It's dog-friendly, which we love. And they like make little treats for dogs mm. out of spent grain and oh, our dogs love them. Really? It's like little doggy toast, it oh looks like. It's so cute. So I just love everything about that whole yeah. concept. And it's really good food, mm-hmm. um, good like bar food. Yeah. And they good do a brunch. and stuff. They do an awesome brunch. Their breakfast potatoes. 
Oh, so good. <laughs> right there. Right there. Good Bloody Mary. They also make their own spirits. They make like a horseradish oh, yeah. bloody or a horseradish vodka and a jalapeno vodka that it's an amazing in a Bloody Mary. That's you know, I be. love a salty Bloody Mary. So, Oso Brewery. We take the kids there too. That's really kid friendly oh, because yeah. it's like indoor, outdoor. There's dogs, so they don't mind yeah, if the kids make a mess. There's ping pong, there's cornhole. Yeah. So, yeah, we've definitely taken the kids mm-hmm. there too where they can kind of run around. Um, another place just across the street from Oso is Joyride. It's right next door to Postino. Yeah. And I Joyride is like a taco place. I love it for happy hour, specifically yeah, they have on a the good patio. Happy hour. Like on the patio in the spring, it's like shaded with mm-hmm. these trees and it's not too big and they've got great deals on tacos and I don't know. Good margaritas. Yeah. Just yep. great, great little spot. I like downtown Nico's Heirloom Kitchen. Oh yeah. This is like an Italian-based uh, little spot. It's super cozy and romantic and cute in there, mm-hmm. but really good food. It's like a chef's place. Mm-hmm. So they, they make handmade pastas. Mm-hmm. They do a seasonal rotation on their menu, whatever's in season. Um, great cocktails. That's just kind of become our little like go-to romantic mm-hmm. spot. Yeah. So, I love the atmosphere in there. And yeah. I did have such an amazing bowl of like delicious fresh pasta, yeah. which is like a delicious red yeah. sauce. Some of it's just basic stuff, but they do like a great fish. They do. Yeah. It's just really good. Yum. Um, let's see. I think I'm ready to venture outside of downtown okay. Gilbert again. So... New on the scene, and this is a chain, I think, from the Midwest, but Handel's Ice Cream, which I actually, I don't, I saw, and for some reason, like, I don't, maybe it was the name or just like the look of it, Mm -hmm. I wrote it off. Okay, you're like, that's not going to be good ice cream. Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe also because of the shopping center Mm -hmm. it's in, like. See, I think I saw I saw something in it. Did you from the Midwest? Did like the you? way that the you were word, like, yes. like literally the way that the sign, the font is on the sign. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I feel like they may they may know <laughs> the, what they're these doing. These are my people. Yeah, the I dairy think I was people. skeptical because there's an ice cream place in downtown Gilbert Peterson's, which I feel that which I can disappoint. Not recommend. Nope, don't and go it, there. I think it's like a Midwest chain. So I was like, I don't know about you. Do you Midwesterners know how to make the ice cream? I think oh, it's East do you? Coast. Okay, you're like. I will. That's Let's go to the mat on this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, anyway, mm-hmm. we have since, because I had heard several people recommend yeah. handles. I was like, okay, I got to try yeah. it. Yeah. It's really good. Real good. Real good. <laughs> and I'm so excited because it's like the closest ice cream yeah. shop that happens to be. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yes, highly, highly recommend. <laughs> okay. One more spot in downtown for me. This is my last recommendation okay. is this is a speakeasy. Oh, yes. You have to actually have a password. Yes, so you, you can do. go on their website, I think, or sign up for their Facebook mm-hmm. group, something. Yeah. They change the password every so often. It is like on the very edge of like the old buildings in downtown. So you would not know it's there. That's right. It's called the White Rabbit. Mm-hmm. You have to like say the password. There's sometimes a little bit of a line because it's a tiny little place. Mm-hmm. But it is, you know how some of these places can be kind of like kitschy and like corny? Yeah. It's actually super classy mm-hmm. and super done well. Mm-hmm. Like they actually make the old fashioned cocktails, like the old fashioned way they have like a very swank twenties vibe going on, Mm -hmm. but it's not overly done. Mm -hmm. It still kind of feels modern and fresh somehow. It's a great spot to go with like one other couple. Yeah. It's like my favorite way to go there. Yeah. Little intimate. Um, Yeah. I just, it's just a cool little spot that you wouldn't know about otherwise. Yeah. It is. That is a good spot. Okay. I have just a couple of more also outside of downtown Gilbert. Um, Rise up bakery. The one you manifested. The bakery that I do believe I need some credit mm-hmm. for manifesting. And aren't you so happy it was not a disappointment? Yes. I was just like, oh, I don't oh, know. I know. 
but it was, it's so good. It it's is thriving. so good. Literally everything in there is great. Yep. And I think now, yeah, now business is really good. Like I yeah. think word has gotten yeah. out and so they're just doing really consistent mm-hmm. business. Everything in there is good. Um, also our little neighborhood beer and wine bar is divided vine. It's really, it's, it's pretty small, but it is so cozy. And it's like always, I think it's like three friends that own it. Mm -hmm. It's like always the same three people that are working. Mm -hmm. Um, they just do some popcorn or maybe some other little snacks, but I don't know, Chris and I love to just, we can bike over or just drive over, play, cards or dice yeah. like sit at the bar it's got a huge know. craft beer menu yeah huge and good oh, wines yes. and stuff too oh but gosh. i'm just more of a craft beer an person. amazing selection yeah. so we love that spot the last place i'll shout out is called four silos kind of a newer mm-hmm. place too um it does coffee and beer which i've been like why does gilbert not have yeah. any of these because yeah. i feel like that is so much of a thing is in that austin? a very austin thing yeah. to do both it's like so like obvious. we got you covered no matter Get what the morning time of day crowd it is. and the Absolutely. afternoon crowd um and so anyway yeah they have they brew their own beer which is pretty good they do the full coffee menu they've got um some breakfasty stuff they do pizza um nice little outdoor area and my favorite gilbert landmark are these four silos yeah that are just south of there i just love there's like a clean lines of it i love kind of the nod to the agricultural past. There's just something very pleasing about Mm -hmm. it to me. So these are kind of in the shadows there. I love Chris and I've done like a day date before of getting coffee and then just like going for a walk around. There's beautiful neighborhood right there or walk down to the silos. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so love that. Okay. Let's talk about, um, there's obviously lots to eat in Gilbert. Sorry. Sorry (laughs) if we made you hungry and you're you're nowhere near Gilbert. No plan, plan your vacation (laughs) now. Um, what about things to do in Gilbert or nearby that are not eating? Okay. So I think we've talked about this a little bit, but I don't think people realize how agricultural this was like very, very rural up until really like 10 years ago. Um, and so there is a lot of actual working farms still. Agritopia Mm -hmm. is a farm that the, where the coffee coffee shop shop and the farm grill and everything are. So you can like kind of, that's kind of a cool little area in general. Um, but then just kind of maybe on the outskirts of Gilbert, more Queen Creek, whatever area there is the olive mill, Mm -hmm. which is a cool little spot. Um, it's an olive farm Mm -hmm. and there's like really kind of a cool little shop. They do breakfast and lunch there and they have a kind of cool little artisan shop with like fancy olive oils Mm -hmm. and wine and that kind of stuff. Um, there is Schnepp Farms, which oh, is yeah. super fun if you have kids. They mm-hmm. do a peach picking It's kind of like season. a festival each. Yeah, but it's huge. It's yes. huge. They do an awesome pumpkin farm mm-hmm. situation. They do something at Christmas time. So that's a cool place. Um, in the Phoenix area, there's the farm at South Mountain. Oh, yeah. Which has like a really fancy, fancy in terms of the food, like um, mm-hmm. restaurant, but then it has a breakfast spot there yeah. too. It has, Ooh, I haven't, been, I haven't been there years. yet either, but I keep looking at that. So check out kind of the agricultural stuff yeah. while you're here. Great recommendation. Um, so one of the top places I always recommend in Gilbert is our riparian preserve. Mm-hmm. This is kind of a natural area, but it's really cool. It's actually also part of our town's water treatment facilities, yeah. like these huge ponds of water that they use the, the ground to naturally filter the water. Um, 
Um, but because there's water and all these trees and things, it's this amazing birding area. Mm -hmm. There are walking paths all through it. There's a great playground for kids. There's like a place that's covered where they can like dig up, you know, this dinosaur skeleton. Um, and it's also right next to our amazing library. So that whole destination bonus. You may see rollerblading guy. <laughs> oh, if prime, <laughs> prime <laughs> rollerblading guy. <laughs> that sighting. is where he was uh, like, that's right. Leaf blowering off that's the sidewalk right. for so himself. So post up. <laughs> so you, you might want to hang out there. <laughs> um, post up. Okay. Another thing I don't think people realize is, or maybe you don't realize is baseball spring training happens here. Oh, good one. We do not have one right here in Gilbert, but the yep. Cubs spring training facility is just right across the highway yeah. in Mesa. So the yep. next town north of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is an amazing facility. There's actually an amazing park over there too, yes. Riverview Park. It's yes. just a super cool place to mm-hmm. be with kids. And so if you are here for spring training time, yeah, you can check out the Cubs, yep. which I am, I feel like that's my favorite baseball if I follow baseball because okay. being close to Chicago, yeah. we didn't, weren't really Brewers fans. My dad is a huge Cubs fan and that's just a really cool facility. They've done it like a mini Wrigley Field kind mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. So that's a good one to check out and just sit out on the grass and yeah. whatever if you're going to do a spring training game and then you can pop on the highway and come on down here to Gilbert and have some good eats that Perfect. we just recommended. So it just sounds like a lovely day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Let's see. I have to recommend the Gilbert Farmer's Market. Happens every Saturday morning, year round, Mm -hmm. since our weather is so great. And I think it is the best farmer's market in the Valley. Okay. Which Chris has done work with farmer's market. So I feel like I've seen other ones. Ours is amazing. And then you're also right there next to downtown. So you can go like grab your coffee or your breakfast somewhere, or there's like plenty to eat at Mm -hmm. the farmer's market with food trucks and whatnot. So um, there's kind of a place to sit under our water tower there. Like the kids can kind of run around in the summer. There's Mm -hmm. a splash pad that's on. So that is just kind of a lovely Saturday morning out yeah um i just think too like you mentioned this but people just might not realize how close the mountains actually are yeah in gilbert so Mm -hmm. if you are here doing stuff Mm -hmm. it truly is like 20 minute drive to go and you're in mountains Mm -hmm. or you're in yeah you could look for a hiking trail or there's a place that especially if you have i would recommend like a truck or if you're renting a truck or something or something with some ground clearance but there's a fairly doable trail that takes you all the way up into the superstition mountains and there's a little spot that was like a miners um mm. town kind yeah, of yeah. uh tortilla flats it's definitely very touristy but uh-huh. kind of a fun if you're looking yeah. for like one like old west kind of right. thing to it's do it's like something you're not going to see in yeah. another part of the country so there's a lot that you can get to very accessibly up into the mountains yes. and it's really really pretty in the springtime yes so i love that love that so two great just outdoorsy things um since we have so many months of wonderful weather like winter through spring first of all there are just tons of parks here yeah Like every neighborhood has at least a couple of parks. Um, There's like Gilbert Town Park. So I just feel like there's lots of places to go and let the kids run around for energy. Mm -hmm. And there's there's just like always new parks to Mm -hmm. discover. So there's that. And then we have all of these canals throughout the valley. It's Mm -hmm. really interesting. Um, And so often along the canals, there'll be walking and biking paths. So it's just, I don't know. I just love being out there, you mm-hmm. can get on there and go for miles if you want to go for a run or a bike ride. And so just yeah. something to look out for. Love it. And then my last two recommendations, one, 
not a local chain, but so excited that it's here, Alamo Drafthouse yeah. from my hometown of Austin, Texas. It fits in well here. Now has a Gilbert location. So these are movie theaters where you can eat and drink and they just do it right. They do. They do. They do it right. It's and not like your AMC that does that. No. It's not the same thing. So good. So if you're here and you haven't been to an Alamo Draft House, you can now do that in Gilbert. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, I just have to shout out my nail salon because they're just the best. They're just good. And if you need to get your nails done nice. here, or maybe I love you should. That. Treat yourself uh, while you're on yeah. vacation. It's Greenfield Nails and Spa. They are good. And I've I been there too. love it. Mm-hmm. So. I love, it's a good one. That's a good like walk in, get yourself a pedicure kind of spot. Yeah. Like, and know it's going to be great quality. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. So my last question. So Gilbert is a pretty young place and we're actually celebrating its centennial in 2020. What would you love to see change about Gilbert over time? I love that you know that we're celebrating its centennial. Of course I do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> do you know the population off the top of your head? Ooh, don't. I should check in. I'm Damn sure it's it. much bigger than it was last time yeah. I checked. Okay. So here's one thing I will say. Coming from a place that was much more racially and economically diverse, mm-hmm. shall we say. Yes. I do miss that. Yeah. I do feel a little bit of um, boredom slash like mm-hmm. privilege. Bubble. <laughs> yeah, bubble. Mm-hmm. That is hard for me, especially raising non-white children mm-hmm. um, and just wanting to connect to other communities and just yeah. honestly missing that, missing mm-hmm. that diversity of opinion and perspective and mm-hmm. culture. Like it's just, it is very, it does feel very white suburban to live here and you have to like seek that out other places. And Mm -hmm. so I, I'm hoping that as we grow, Mm -hmm. we also maybe, um, become a little more diverse and that we can tap into some of that here, but that's been something that's, that I'm hoping changes over time. Yeah. Okay. I have the very same sentiment. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, a couple of other things. I'm hoping that downtown Gilbert will diversify more. Right now we have tons of great restaurants like yeah. we mentioned, but I think we could use more mixed use, like yeah. living, working, and just more to do. like and shopping, like yeah. a bookstore. Yeah, like, like a, right now you mm-hmm. can like go out on a date or out with friends to downtown Gilbert, but you really can only eat or drink. Yeah. And it'd be great if you could like also do something else. Right. So that would be great. I also in downtown would love it. I think they should shut down the main street Friday night and Saturday night. Oh, and just have like that pedestrian pedestrian, walking area. Yeah, I just when when towns or like cities have that, I just love it. That would work really well down there too. Yeah, because you're wanting to go to different places Mm -hmm. anyway. That would be cool. I wish they would do that. And then the last thing is that I hope they build a Gilbert Center for the Arts. Because there's nowhere in Gilbert to like, um, I don't know, just kind of see some of those bigger bigger touring things. Mm -hmm. There is a great theater in downtown Gilbert that we didn't mention. Yes. The Hale Theater. Yes. We should have mentioned that. They do great stuff there. And they just renovated. Um, So anyway, that would be another thing to check out. But so... Um, I will say the other thing that I feel like I hope changes, and this is part of the nature of living in suburbia, is I just hope we get some more character. Mm, I think this. I think this is changing a little bit as we're not just putting up these cookie cutter subdivisions. Um, But I and as like downtown diverse Mm -hmm. like gets some more stuff, and they're very intentional about not putting just a bunch of chains in there. Right. But the other parts of Gilbert, it's just like. Chipotle and the dry cleaner and like it's just standards. Yeah, and so I'm hoping like offerings that way but also like the way our houses look yeah 
Like why can't <laughs> why can we not have a builder yes. in Arizona who comes in with a different idea? Agree. Like it just all it's looks sort the of same. like if you blindfolded if you were blindfolded and dropped into a neighborhood, you're like, I have no idea. Yeah. You couldn't tell one neighborhood from the next right. except for like, uh, this looks maybe a little right. older than that other one. Yeah. Yeah. I totally so there's agree. there's a lot of that. And a part of that is just the nature of everything building at the, same, the time. same time. Yeah. Because as as older places like Right, you know, develop. Then you're like, okay, well, this chain, this was built 20 exactly. years ago, and this, so we're starting to see some of that. Right, but we're just still too new for yeah. everything not to look exactly <laughs> the same. So I would like it to change a little. I bit. agree. All right, let's move on to obsessions. What are you obsessed with? Okay, so I am reading a book right now called "The Logger Queen of Minnesota." Oh, interesting. Um, logger, as in L-A-G-E-R. I probably say that weird with my okay. accent. <laughs> it's by J. Ryan Straddle, and it is a. It's just like this lovely well-written well-developed characters like ode to the midwest oh i'm just particularly connecting with it as oh. a midwesterner yeah he has another book called kitchens of the great Med- midwest and i have oh, that one on like request too but i got the other one first gotcha and yeah i think he's winning some you know recognition for these books they're really well written they're interesting mm-hmm. they have great characters and story development but this like nod to like the stubbornness and the practicality Mm. and like the but then the good like old-fashioned values of the Mm -hmm. midwest kind of the the work ethic all of that it's just really really i think he captures it really well i think he grew up in minnesota Mm. um so yeah i'm just loving that book so far and i'm excited to read the other one oh i love that so I am obsessed with an app called Hobnob and you use it to send out invitations. Oh. So this would be like in place of Evite. Yes, which never works. Right. So I'd received a couple of these from someone with birthday party invitations. Uh-huh. And it's like, even if you don't have the app, you can see the invitation and you can RSVP. But then I was wanting to set up a little something. So I was like, oh, maybe I will try to use this. And it was just all for my phone. I could put in all the information, you know, choose one of many layouts or picture backdrops Mm -hmm. and then just like add contacts from my phone. It sends it as a text. Sends it as a text. And it just felt so easy because usually you'd have to do that stuff on your desktop and it just looked really nice. And I can see all the like people RSVPing. So anyway, I'm recommending Hobnob. I like Mm -hmm. that. Well, I have some neighborhood news that's actually related to my obsession. And I was using Hobnob to set up a neighborhood mom's brunch. Okay. (laughs) To figure out what to call it. But so there are, I think, including me, five moms on Mm -hmm. the street that are all lovely women Mm -hmm. that I see as our children are running back and forth between our houses Mm -hmm. and we get to chat for a couple of minutes as we're, you know, handing off our children. And I think we've kept saying like, oh, we should do something. So finally I was like, you know what? I reached out to a couple of them mm-hmm. to like pick a date. Like let's pick a date to make sure that we know a couple of us, some of us can yeah. do it. And then I sent it out to the larger group it. and it seems like almost everyone's going to be able to make it. And moms so, yeah, only moms said only. children are not coming, not invited. I like that. So yeah, I specifically said like, mm-hmm. let's go out for some co- like uninterrupted conversation yes. and coffee yes. um, just to like get to know each other. Cause some of the people are newer and I really have only like chatted with them at the park or, mm-hmm. you know, haven't gotten to know them. So anyway, I'm kind of hoping that maybe I'll do it like quarterly. I yeah. mean, I, you know, monthly is too much to commit to, but I'm yeah. just hoping we can get a little something going. What a great way to, to kind of, um, 
make true friendships with those people that yeah. you would not set that side of time right set aside that time otherwise mm-hmm. and also like keep your pulse on like what's going on totally. in different families that your kids yeah. are running around to all the house not in a negative yeah. way but just like a hey i want to actually know where my kids are spending yeah. time no yeah. exactly and probably just to kind of be like hey like just to make sure it is okay that my kids are over right. there right and remember you can send them right. home at any time or yeah. just yeah just kind and it of- would just come up in conversation and like just so you know this is what we do about snacks yeah. or whatever Mm -hmm. you know I love that exactly so neighborly of you oh thank you (laughs) all right well I think that wraps up Gilbert Love we have lots of recommendations for you so be sure to check out the show notes if you're wanting links to everything that we mentioned Um, and if you want to find us in between shows connect with us on Instagram where we are hi girls next door and find our girl next door podcast page on Facebook you can send us an email at highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com. And as we mentioned, find the show notes for this episode and all of our archives at girlnextdoorpodcast.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. Maybe instead of a quick reminder, I think I'm realizing maybe we should have said it on the nesting episode. Oh, but we uh, never actually said it. No. <laughs> it's more just like, it's not reminder. It's just a reminder. <laughs> let me tell you about this. <laughs> just stop, Kelsey. Stop. And this next one. <laughs> next so I'm much going to tell you about. That is like. That probably is like like what they tell writers not to do. No, I was going to say, this is like also my problem in writing. Like you'll edit for me and just be like, Kelsey, get to the point. See here on page three where you finally got to what you wanted to say. Just lead with that. Oh, so funny. It's like as if I haven't had a podcast for several years. God, thank God it's not live. We would not have stayed on the air. You're like... And Kelsey just goes on and on and on. (laughs) All right.